And welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we've got some good things coming our way. Mercury will be re-entering its home sign of Gemini. We've got a full moon in Sagittarius. And also, just so you know, this is the last week of Gemini season. So we're going to give you the full rundown on on our final moments of Gemini season and what you can expect. And just to give you a little heads up, next week we will be talking about cancer season and all of the different transits that are happening, including Jupiter in Aries, which is going to be square everything in cancer. So you're definitely going to want to pay attention and take some notes because it's going to be quite a time. Yeah, so if you want to know what to expect for your final week of Gemini season, we've got you covered this week and then next week will be all about cancer season. So definitely stick around for that. And also too, this This is a reminder that we are on social media and more importantly, we are now active again on social media. Kara and I took a little bit of a hiatus from socials, but we're back on the gram. We're making some TikToks. So not only will you get, you know, updates on new episodes, but we're also putting out some really good astro content. If you want to follow us on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok at BLME, the stars that would be fantastic. And if you like this episode or any of our episodes, always feel free to share it with a friend because it means the world to us. But with that being said, let's discuss the astrology of this week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we start off this Monday, June 13th at 1127 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mercury re-enters Gemini. Here is what you need to know. Mercury was in Gemini previously just for a little bit of time before it went retrograde. You might remember Mercury retrograde started off in Gemini before it made its way all the way back into Taurus. When Mercury retrograde ended, it went direct in Taurus and now it is coming back to Gemini to continue the rest of the transit. So what you should know about Mercury and Gemini, in case you forget from the last time that it was here, Mercury and Gemini deals with communication. It deals with sharing of ideas. It deals with our intelligence. So with Mercury and Gemini, we can expect to really want to learn for our communication to be back on track. And it's really good for exploring and reading and figuring out new things. So it is a very social energy. You're going to expect that you're going to want to be around people and kind of like doing things. Mercury and Gemini is also usually a very like fun and lighthearted type of energy too. So you might feel you know, just kind of in the mood to be a little bit more silly. You might be laughing into memes and things like that. 
Yeah. Also, you might feel a desire to learn more than usual if you find yourself really into books or even just keeping up with the current events. There is this curiosity that comes with Mercury and Gemini. So not only will you be enjoying some good jokes and some social energy, but you might also learn a thing or two. Certain signs will be affected more by Mercury transiting Gemini, and we'll explain why in just a minute. But overall, what you can expect and how it will affect you will be an increased desire to socialize, to talk, to be more chatty, more into things like podcasts or YouTube videos or anything that can keep your mind stimulated, which is why we see the jokes things as, you know, a thing that we enjoy doing during this time because memes are mentally simulating. Yeah. And like Jade mentioned before, like the last time Mercury was in Gemini, it was retrograde. So we really didn't get to experience Mercury in its home sign type of energy. So this is really exciting because Mercury is going to be in its home sign, going direct, and everything should be as planned. And we really should be able to enjoy this transit this time. Theoretically, though, because Mercury in Gemini will square Neptune. So keep listening for the key dates where we explain why that could make things a little bit more interesting. So we're going to quickly kind of go through what signs and placements are most affected by this transit. This is something new. So if you do enjoy it, we would love to know. You can send us a little DM, but... Just to jump right into it, if you're a Virgo or Gemini rising, this will be a good time for you because your chart ruler is in its home sign of Gemini. Also, if you have Pisces or Virgo placements, this will be something that you want to really pay attention to because it will be square. Your placements in Pisces and Virgo squares bring about a little bit of tension, not as exciting, but you definitely want to be aware of it because squares can be very energizing. So there really is going to be a focus on like how you communicate and kind of like adapting either your communication style or just focusing more on the way that you kind of express yourself and speak with others. Yeah, especially too, because Pisces and Virgo will have the square, but Sag the opposition. Coming from someone who does have natal Mercury opposite a few of my planets and other placements I can say that the opposition really does bring out a little bit of extremes on one end you might be saying way too much on another end you might be saying nothing at all and it can be really difficult to find balance between when to speak up and when to keep your thoughts to yourself so that's my note for Sag placements during this time if you have Aquarius or Libra placements in your chart you might find that Mercury and Gemini just really enhances the natural energy that you already have Aquarius and Libra are air signs as well so Mercury and Gemini will form a trine to your placements really enhancing your intellectual side and your curiosity that you just naturally have in general. Yes. A quick note before we move on to uh, the Mercury and Gemini key dates. Did want to mention that in terms of like all the placements that we just mentioned, we're talking about like sun, moon, rising, Mercury, Venus, and Mars because the outer planets are more generational. So, you know, a lot of people will be experiencing that if you have any outer planets in like Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, Pisces, Aquarius, or Libra. So again, we're talking more about personal placements, 
Sun, Moon, Rising, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Now, let's discuss some of the key dates that you might experience while Mercury is in Gemini. The first one happens on June 20th. Mercury is sextile Jupiter in Aries during this day, and this is a really good time for that social energy. This is a good time to really expand your mind if you're looking to like learn a new skill or get some new information on something that you've been wanting to learn, potentially even start like an online course or something like that. June 20th can definitely be a good day. Also, too, with that social energy, you might find that you're more likely to want to get to know people, just chat it up, and I guess, like, live, laugh, love. (laughs) Yeah, Jupiter brings such, like, an optimistic energy, too. So you'll find that when people have, like, Mercury-Jupiter aspects, like, in their own chart, whether that's you or someone you know, they tend to be really good, like, speakers, especially, like, motivational or, like, inspirational type of speakers. So you might also be feeling a lot of that, like, optimistic type of energy just being hopeful and like looking forward to the things that are coming up the next one and the last one that you'll experience during mercury and gemini is on july 2nd there's two things that are happening this day that can create a little bit of a conflicting energy so on july 2nd mercury will be trying saturn which is excellent for long-term planning But Mercury will also square Neptune, which could make it really difficult to see things clearly or to really understand the truth of what is happening. So on one end, you might feel really willing and excited to plan for the future, but also at the same time have no idea if what you're thinking about for the future is actually like real or if it's actually, you know, the right thing to do. So my advice for this day is to know that whatever it is that you might be a little bit nervous about know that it won't manifest and just try your best to keep calm and just you know know that it'll pass it also kind of reminds me of like I want to say misdirected energy and that isn't to say that anything that we're doing around this time like isn't going to work out or working on things that aren't going to lead anywhere. I'm just saying that because like Mercury is trying Saturn, we have this like discipline and this ability to like stay focused on what we're doing and to like be working hard. And then the square to Neptune can kind of make you feel like you're not accomplishing the things that you're trying to accomplish or you're not going in the right direction or you're not sure where you're going. So if you're like set on doing something and you're really sure that this is what you want to do, I'm just going to say don't let the swear Neptune intimidate you if that makes any sense. So if like you feel like, oh, this is going nowhere or I'm not sure where this is headed, that's Neptune and it's okay because the thing with Neptune energy is like, yes, it's confusing. Yes, we're not necessarily sure how it's going to work out. But in the process of that, usually a lot of things are like realized and discovered. So, you know, it's not it's not all bad. And like I was saying, if there is something that you're like very excited about or trying to do, I just would not let the square kind of discourage you and just trust that things will work out the way that they're like meant to. Mercury moves pretty fast anyway. So, you know, this won't be something that's like lasting very long, which is also good too. And now, if you love us, don't skip these ads because it helps us out. But anyways, here is a word from our sponsors. Well, hopefully you loved those ads. We're so thankful that you listened and didn't skip. Speaking of, let's skip to the next thing that's happening in the astrology. (laughs) So the day after... 
Mercury re-enters Gemini on June 14th. So again, if you're someone who doesn't normally listen to the podcast on Monday, Tuesday, then you missed this. And I'm sorry to tell you that, but maybe listen a little bit earlier in the week next time. No, for real. On Tuesday, the day after Mercury re-enters Gemini, at 7.51 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the full moon in Sagittarius. Now, per usual, the date and time and all of that information is from the website astroseek.com. And if you're listening to this later in the week and maybe had missed this transit, just know that you might still feel the energy for a little bit after. But what do you need to know about the full moon in Sagittarius? Full moons typically are a time of releasing and letting go. And when they happen in certain signs, we're letting go of the themes that are related to that sign. So since Sagittarius deals a lot with our philosophies that we follow and our ideals that we believe in, the full moon in Sagittarius should be a period of letting go of old philosophies and ideals that you normally hold true for yourself. Now, I don't want to speak for everyone, but in my experience, I have found whenever people hear things like this, they don't necessarily think it's the most exciting thing in the world because things that go on in our heads you know, are in our heads. They're not necessarily things that are more tangible like relationships or jobs or friends or apartments or pets or family members, things like that. So it's easy to gloss over this and to just think, oh, full moon in Sagittarius. Sag is a pretty optimistic sign. It's just a full moon, no big deal. However, I do think that this Full moon is a really good one. Granted, it does have some difficult, you know, aspects, which we'll go into more detail with when we go over the details of the full moon. Specifically, what I'm most excited about and what I think you should be most excited about is using this as an opportunity to let go of any limiting beliefs or old mentalities that no longer serve you as you move forward into the newer version of you, into your higher self, if you will. Yeah, I just want to like quickly mention too that in terms of figuring out your core beliefs or the beliefs that are coming up for you that are challenging or making you feel like you have to hold back and not do the things that you want to do in terms of like healing and realizing them and all of that kind of stuff. It is a process. It's not something that just happens once like full moon and Sag. I'm never going to like think negatively about myself ever again or whatever it is that you're dealing with. It's something that happens over time. And I'm just bringing that up because Jade and I were recently talking about this and how I was like, oh, I thought like I healed from this already. Like I thought that like I was over this like one phase of life or this one belief and it just keeps coming back up and when that happens it can almost feel like you made no progress or like nothing has changed and you haven't grown at all but that's like not true like healing isn't linear we're constantly you know evolving day to day things are always changing and I don't know I just wanted to emphasize the fact that like yes we're releasing things but it's not always like that simple or that straightforward yeah and as far as like how you'll feel this affect you I think on the day of the full moon in Sagittarius it might still kind of feel a little bit optimistic in a way but I would expect to really become 
much more aware of how you're feeling because, again, the moon is our emotions and more aware of the stories that you're telling yourself and what your beliefs are. And then if I were you and if you are doing what I'm planning to do, I'm using this full moon as an opportunity to become aware and to look at what are the the thoughts that I'm telling myself and what beliefs do I hold true about not just myself, but the world that I'm living in, the beliefs I have about society, the beliefs I have about success, and the beliefs I have about so many other things in my life so that I can look at them from a more objective standpoint and realize, are these beliefs beneficial? Where did these beliefs come from? Who told me these beliefs? Why am I still holding on to them? Are they true or are they outdated? What beliefs should I be thinking about? And kind of using this as an opportunity to just recognize where I need to focus my energy and attention so I can begin to let go. And that's something that I've been thinking a lot about. I've been reading the book, The Mountain is You, and they talk a lot about limiting beliefs and the role that they play in our ability to achieve the goals that we want. And if we're self-sabotaging due to old mentalities, such as like, this is true for me, and this is not the first time I've talked about my financial struggles on this podcast, but when I you know, was younger, I would resent people who had money and free time. And to this day, I still do kind of resent people who just have an abundance of finances and resources because I did not believe that that was possible for me to have. I did not believe that it is possible for me to relax. I came from the mentality that I needed to work in order to receive money rather than use my free time to relax because I would think free time equals not working equals no money. And that's a limiting belief that is holding me back from actually having some sense of financial stability. This is just a personal example that I know people have given me feedback that they're happy that I talk about these struggles on the podcast, but one that I think is a good example of what you might recognize during the full moon in Sagittarius, whatever that is for you, whether it is, again, just to reiterate, beliefs about success, beliefs about love, (laughs) beliefs about whatever it might be, you'll know for you and that awareness can help you move forward towards achieving what it is that you want. Yeah, and the same way that like a full moon like lights up the sky, full moons can bring things into your awareness. So it's okay if you're listening to this before it happens and you don't know yet what the thing is or what the belief is or what's going to come up for you because it really might come up day of and that's okay. And then if you are listening to this after it happened, this would be a great time to think about some of the themes going on in your life and what the full moon kind of brought up for you. Now, this full moon happens at 23 degrees Sagittarius, so if you have placements in your chart that are 23 degrees Sag, take a look there or just look in your chart and find where 23 degrees Sagittarius is for you so you can understand how this will you know, impact you. However, as we did with Mercury and Gemini, we'll explain who are the most affected people of the full moon in Sagittarius. Now, 
if you are Gen Z, specifically Gen Z born between December 24th, 2002 and October 22nd, 2008, that's, you know, the 18 degree Pluto and Sagittarius through 28 degrees Pluto and Sagittarius, you'll likely feel the effects of this full moon in Sag to an extent, which is interesting because Pluto and Sagittarius is a generational planet (laughs) like it's literally ruling over gen z so gen z in general might feel this sense of realization about what beliefs they hold for themselves myself included but specifically those within those dates might feel this much more intensely so if you're a gen z within those years be on the lookout for this full moon and sag yeah especially because again it's going to be right by your pluto which is a very intense planet this is a very big week in the astrology for all of the mutable signs so if you have any placements between 18 and 28 degrees in virgo or pisces you have a little bit of a square going on with this full moon which again brings about some tension but also is a very like activating energy too and then again if you have any gemini placements between 18 and 28 degrees you have the opposition which is really bringing out even more of that like heightened awareness type of energy for this full moon yeah and similarly Sagittarius placements who have placements between 18 through 28 degrees this will be a conjunction and I always like to think of conjunctions as an amplifier so it's really going to just turn the volume up 100 on whatever you are feeling that day And it'll also impact Aries and Leo placements, but as a trine. So this might not feel as complicated, but it could bring that fiery energy that you already have out a little bit more than usual. So we just briefly went through that. If you want something more in depth about your personal transits and what's going on in your chart and how Mercury and Gemini or the full moon in Sagittarius or even any other upcoming transits affect you on a personal level, Jade and I both have our readings open. The link will be in our description. It's also in our bio on all of our social media too. Also, if you've never booked a reading with us before, we do have a discount code. It is STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S for 20% off your first reading. So let's go into a little bit more detail and discuss the aspects. So these are like the little details, nuances of this full moon that make it a little bit more special than just the average full moon. Now, what you should know is that the sun will be trying Saturn and square Neptune, the moon sextile Saturn and square Neptune. If you remember when we talked earlier about Mercury dealing with the same type of aspects, aspecting Saturn and Neptune at the same time in the same type of fashion, That kind of applies here too, but more in an identity and emotional point of view. So on one end, it can be really easy to take yourself seriously and to allow your feelings to be processed in a little bit more of a serious tone of voice. That's great. But at the same time, emotionally, it can feel really foggy and confusing where it's hard to know if things are real or not in a way. Coming from someone who has moon square Neptune, a lot of times I will think that things are better than they really are or worse than they really are. And with the sun square Neptune too, it can also be hard to figure out where you stand amongst all this confusion as well. For this full moon, I think one of the uh, 
more interesting parts, I guess, about just having aspects to both Saturn and Neptune is the fact that they are both similar and different, if that makes any sense. So Saturn is like such a practical sign and it's so good to like have that energy there. And then Neptune in some ways does like balance it out because it does allow you to kind of like dream bigger and not be so stuck in whatever the quote unquote reality of your situation is. But there can be a tendency to be feeling a little bit more negative or pessimistic that kind of comes up, whether that's because you're feeling a little bit lost and confused because of Neptune or because you're trying to do things and you're so focused on the practical aspects of how it's going to get done because of Saturn. It's interesting because we're thinking about our beliefs, the things that we're doing, the things that we believe in, what we want on like a very deep and internal level. And sometimes that can conflict with the reality of whatever your situation is, or it can just feel like it's not possible because of Neptune. It's just something to be aware of because if there are things that are coming up and you're like, I don't know where I'm going, or I don't know what this means, or I have to do this and I don't know how, like all of that is very valid and very real. But again, it's just the full moon and the transit will eventually pass and eventually Neptune won't be making all of these aspects and then we will have a lot more clarity on the things that we are either communicating or realizing or trying to do. Yeah, and the other only aspect that is happening during this full moon is that the moon is trying Mars in Aries at this time. So With that being said, I like to think of like trines as the friend who has the same opinion as you and is going to push you to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, it is that friend who's going to agree and tell you to like absolutely go for it. So if the moon is our emotions and Mars is our motivation, our drive, and also our anger, you can imagine that we might make some emotional decisions or make some choices because that's how we're feeling at the moment. So on one end, this can be really good where it's like, I've been wanting to do this thing. This is how I feel. I'm going to take action on it. But also to like the moon is square Neptune at this time, it can still feel a little funky. So just be mindful of that. And this is completely unrelated but want to mention it because a lot of times during full moons we feel a lot of energy and it can feel strongly mars is also in aries and one of the things that we like didn't really mention but i've been experiencing a lot while mars is still in aries is that aries rules the head and mars is aggression so when mars transits Aries, sometimes we can get really bad headaches. So if you find during the full moon that, you know, you can't really sleep well because that tends to happen during full moons in general or just throughout all of the time Mars has been in Aries, you've had a little bit of a headache, you have something new to blame it on. I've been having migraines, so I felt the need to bring that up because I know in the astrology, other people might be experiencing it too. Yeah, also special shout out to the fact that Mars also deals with things that we're passionate about. So your passions, the things that you really just want to do that are so meaningful to you might come up in terms of whatever 
beliefs and philosophies and things you're thinking about it also could be a good idea to try to find a way to release like physical energy as well whether that's going for a walk or going to the gym or doing yoga maybe going to the beach and swimming I don't know summer's here whatever the vibe is for you Mars is definitely about taking action but it's also a good way to let go of physical energy and also channel all of your energy into things that you really care about and that's pretty much it for this week in the astrology know that these are the final days of gemini season we are very very quickly approaching cancer season so definitely stay tuned for next week's episode where we give you the entire rundown of every single transit that happens during cancer season so you can know what you're getting into up front and have all the dates for all of the different energy shifts and things like that. So definitely stick around for next week and you'll get all of that inside info in advance. And per usual, we are now active on social media again. It is good to be back. It is good to be reconnecting with you all. I have missed it. The hiatus was a little necessary, but it feels really good to be back. Definitely make sure you're following us on social media. It is the same on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at BLME The Stars. Also, we do have this podcast available in video format with the closed captions on YouTube. If you search Blame It on the Stars podcast on YouTube, it also shows up. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, you might have noticed that there's also the exact same video with closed captions there for you to watch as well. But anyways, hope you all have a great full moon, a great rest of Gemini season, and we'll check in next Monday. Bye!